today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, here we go. Results from the LRT telephone survey are in. And is anyone surprised, really, that 48% of respondents to this landline poll are against the project? Not surprising at all to me. Especially when you look at the scenario in which this poll was conducted. 3,300 Hamilton residents surveyed by Landline, the survey commissioned by nine city councillors. All coming just a couple of days before a huge, a key vote on the LRT's environmental assessment. 48% of respondents disapprove of the $1 billion plan. 40% are in favor. 12 on the bubble, undecided, sitting on the fence, not quite sure where to go, how to react, what they think. This poll also showing that 63% of those asked believe the city should hold a referendum before making a final decision. Well, easier said than done. Carl Andrus is a published historian and co-chair of the Stinson Community Association and joins us on the Scott Thompson Show this afternoon. Carl, how are you? I'm good. What do you make of these uh, of this poll uh, results? Well, it's it's really interesting. 68.7% of the respondents were aged 55 and older. So as someone who's under 40, I literally moved back to this vibrant and growing city, and I'm disappointed to not be included. I literally answered my landline for a whole week, turning down duck cleaning officers, <laughs> newspaper subscriptions, and most people my age don't even have a landline, So, and I wasn't even included in these polling results. So frankly, I'm a, I'm a little frustrated, but I'm also quite surprised. Like 40%, people aren't talking about that. That's huge. Given how skewed this poll was, that is, I, I, Terry Whitehead was tweeting about 90% of people being against this in the city. I, I think this is, this is quite telling, actually. Survey was conducted by Forum Research via landline and some cell phones, they say, between March 30th and uh, April the 4th. And as a margin of error, uh, plus or minus 1.7%, 19 times out of 20. So we should that we should uh, put that on the table as well. But, we I, should, I, but only 4.7% of the people that they polled were under 40. Correct. in my demographic. Yes, so. 4% between the ages of 18 or 34. So, and when you look at this project, Carl... LRT. We're not going to see this for a decade. So why are they even surveying people in their 60s? I, I, I was curious about that myself. The growth rate for those ages 25 to 35 is almost twice as high in Hamilton than it is for the province as a whole. We are a young, vibrant city. That's the people that are moving here to get jobs, to, to buy houses, to open businesses. It's why James Street is reviving. Um, I, I, I Quite frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked this is a thing. The overwhelming facts are on our side. The pro-debate isn't a debate, it's a fact about LRT improving our community, improving our public transit. Now here's the question. Does this poll change anyone's view of the project's future? Because we have 12% supposedly undecided. They're going to hear the results of this poll and think, oh my gosh, 48% of Hamilton is against this project. Uh, yeah, let's have a referendum and, and councillors cancel this project. Everybody's against it. Are we seeing this snowball into a an anti-LRT kind of movement? I mean, we, we've kind of seen it building, but I, I think this might legitimize it. Actually, I, I think what's going on right now is that um, people are becoming aware of the issue. They're educating themselves. And they're pushing through the noise and the nonsense and some of the alternative facts that have been touted there and going, wow, someone has offered to make a major investment in my community. 
basically before this poll, before the whole debate hit, hit the media, you had a bunch of people on one side that were uh, for it. You had a small local minority that were against it and a whole bunch of people that didn't care either way. Now we're seeing that a whole lot of people are, are getting energized. I, I helped organize the rally where 500 people showed up to stand in front of City Hall and literally demand that council take action on this, this file. Given that our council leaders have been so abysmal in, in trying to educate people, I mean, there are leaders. How many of them have been out to Kitchener-Waterloo? Uh, before Kitchener-Waterloo blew their LRT, um, most of their city councillors went to other cities with LRT. Like, they're not engaged, they're not involved, they're not leading. You mentioned the education aspect, and again, we're chatting with Carl Andrus, a published historian co-chair of the Stinson Community Association here on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. How much education has there been done for the public? I mean, we've had open houses, we've had a number of community meetings, uh, and we see and hear from the same kind of people who are for and against this project time and time again. Uh, As a community as a whole, how educated is this community on what LRT can do? I'm not sure, and I guess that's the the biggest challenge right now, is that um, we only get less than 40% turnout for municipal elections. So when people talk about having a referendum, for it to be binding, we would need 50-60%, but we can't even get 40% of registered voters to vote municipally in elections. I think what's happening right now is that people are, are waking up, and they are getting motivated, especially the young people you've got in the McMaster Student Union. I think the next election is going to be very much dictated by this issue. And I think those counselors that are on the fence or opposed to this really need to consider how much young people are inspired by this transformative project and might even get voted out of office if they don't land on the pro, the pro side of this. Do you think, and you know, one of, the, one of the things that we all think as voters, as citizens, as residents of this community is, is my is my ward councillor, is our council as a whole, have they already made up their mind on, you know, a plethora of things, uh, whether it's, you know, an arena project or, or whatever the case is. But with this, L- we're talking about a $1 billion uh, city-altering, life-altering in many aspects, uh, project that we're going to be undertaking. Do you think many of them have already made up their mind and things like this poll and what, you know, community residents are saying really aren't going to change their mind? Well, I... I really think that councillors are ultimately elected by us and they have to respond to us and they have to respond with, uh, with facts. And it's their, their literal duty to not only educate their constituents, but also to have an informed opinion. Right now we have a lot of councillors who are not telling us what they believe on this. So there are whole swaths and whole wards in this area who don't know how their councillor feels about this transformative project. So, huge vote this Wednesday. It could make or break the project, many people say, in terms of the environmental assessment, whether council is going to go in or out. What does your gut tell you? Um, My gut tells me that the EA is a formality. It already passed in 2011. This is basically just an alteration of that uh, 2011 EA that council already passed. I really think that most councillors who have honest and open questions about this project need to vote in favour of the EA so they can get those answers on what this project is going to look like, what it's going to cost the city, what it's going to give the city. And that can't happen until the EA passes. This is really a formality, which is why it startles me that this is such a fight. Yeah, it startles me as well, and I'm sure many other uh, people in the, uh, in you know, in our uh, realm in terms of, you know, supporting this LRT project. But what is a worst-case scenario on Wednesday? Them tabling it or deferring it or needing more study or they want to read it again? 
You know, it, it enters a legal loophole. We need two-thirds majority of council to overturn the previous 56 council votes in favor of LRT. So, um, I mean, we can kick this down the, down the lane, as Hamilton has a tendency to do with major issues and try and make it someone else's problem. But I don't see any compelling reason why councillors won't pass this EA, to be honest with you. Um, it is literally just a formality, and in order to get the answers they want about what it's going to cost to run or how much or how little tax dollars it's going to cost us, uh, how much uplift it's going to get, the EA has to pass. So for me, I think the EA will pass, and I'm, I'm trying to not think of it any other way. I think there's you know, there's a number of things that the anti-LRT uh, group or movement have been pointing to. One of those uh, was the operating costs, and we had guests from uh, the Waterloo area today and on the Bill Kelly Show in studio talking about... Uh, you know their project, which is you know in the final stages of being completed, and uh, I think the I think the number was eight or eight and a half million in terms of annual operating costs, which doesn't seem like a whole heck of a lot of money. Well, especially when you consider that the um, the transit area that's been identified is where twenty two percent of Hamiltonians live. It's our busiest corridor. Like we're talking that if you've ever taken public transit, the One King, the Number Five, the B Line, these those buses are packed constantly at rush hour. The buses are going by people constantly. It's actually the ideal spot to build a higher order transit system, and um, it actually costs us more than twelve twelve million dollars to run the buses on those lines. So. Um, what I'm really hoping is people pass the EA and then we get to the point where those numbers will actually come out of the LRT office where they can finally tell us this is what it's going to cost and this is what we as taxpayers are looking at to have this project. Listen, unless the EA passes, we won't get those answers. I've been on those buses. I know what it's like. So, yeah, LRT would be a major improvement. Has there been anything from the anti-LRT that has raised your eyebrow to say, you know what, that's a valid point which will be addressed in time. Has there been anything that has been brought up that you've looked at or heard and said, you know, that's that's valid, but, you know, that'll be addressed in, in due course? I, I've, I've been, been doing this not as long as some people, like Ryan McGrill, they've got 10 years on this file, but for the last two or three, I've been heavily involved, and most of the arguments that come up are based on fear and anti-government paranoia. I have not heard a compelling argument, and I would love to hear one from them. I, I, I sit down with them all the time and ask, well, well, tell me what it is about this project that, that scares you too much. Yes, we don't know exactly whether it's going to cost us $7 million or $8 million to run the operation on that corridor, but snow clearing is done. I've heard people tell me that people will literally die because ambulances can't get down the corridor. In fact, the ambulance dispatch uh, service provider I was talking to, they're looking forward to seeing their rates of dispatch uh, decrease because they'll have a channel, like that, that elevated LRT corridor. They'll be able to run emergency vehicles down there and improve their service time. I really, all I've heard from them is fear and nonsense, to be honest with you. Well, what's the one thing you're most excited about on this on this file? Um, I mean, aside from having higher order rapid transit that is going to build this city forward, so that means being able to get across the city from McMaster down to the East End, down to Ottawa Street to do my shopping. I, I love the Ottawa Street market. Um, aside from that, it is just that this project's going to reinvigorate the downtown. We're going to have a curb-to-curb renovation of 11 kilometers of our city. Imagine what that looks like. New sidewalks, new road surfaces, new lights, new traffic signals. I mean, it's just, it's an opportunity that doesn't come along often in a lifetime. And I think if we turn this down, we're basically going to be doing a disservice to future Hamiltonians and future generations. Carl, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Enjoy Wednesday.
Yeah, have a wonderful day. You I'll, too. I'll be at council tomorrow. Bye. All right, take care. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.